Hi, my name is Katherine Quinn, and today I will be continuing our discussion on the microorganism Chlamydia trachomatis. In the last podcast, Kelly discussed the taxonomy of this bacteria, its growth and reproduction, as well as several other important aspects of C. trachomatis. Today, I will review topics from the first podcast, briefly introduce some of the diseases this bacteria causes, discuss how it is spread, the drugs used to treat it, and how it is able to go undetected by the immune system. Just to recap, Chlamydia trachomatis is considered an obligate intracellular pathogen because it lacks metabolic and biosynthetic pathways. It is anaerobic, meaning it does not need air to survive, and is also an oligotroph, which means it is able to survive in environments with only a small amount of nutrients. It exists in two stages. The first is called elementary bodies, which are the infectious, non-replicating form. The second stage is called the reticulate bodies. This stage occurs inside a host cell, and it uses the host cell's mechanics to reproduce. The bacteria C. trachomatis is responsible for several illnesses, including the sexually transmitted infection, chlamydia, as well as chlamydia conjunctivitis and trachoma. Chlamydia is the most common sexually transmitted infection. It is often asymptomatic or has mild signs and symptoms that can be easily overlooked, and it is considered a contagious disease. Chlamydia conjunctivitis is found mostly in adults. However, during birth, if the mother is infected with chlamydia, the newborn can get infected and contract neonatal chlamydial conjunctivitis. Trachoma is another ocular disease that this bacteria can cause. However, it is much more serious than conjunctivitis. Without treatment, trachoma can lead to permanent blindness, and it is the number one cause of blindness in developing countries. Children are most susceptible to this disease, but the effects and severe symptoms are usually not felt until adulthood. This is just a general overview of the diseases C. trachomatis causes. I will go more into depth about the diseases it causes in the next podcast. Chlamydia trachomatis can be sped through many different routes of transmission. Some of these include sexually, through vaginal, oral, and anal sex, through a vector such as flies, and through birth. During birth, the fetus exits the mother through the cervix and vagina, where chlamydia trachomatis is often found. The treatment for C. trachomatis involves the use of antibiotic medications. However, treatment may differ depending on the infection site, age of patient, and whether another infection is present. Some of the most common antibiotics used to treat this bacterial infection include the tetracycline class, 
which contains broad-spectrum antibiotics such as doxycycline. Some other antibiotics that can be used against this bacteria include azithromycin, erythromycin, and ophiloctin. Although all these antibiotics are effective against this bacteria, tetracycline is the most preferred and has the highest success rate. Doctors usually prescribe these as oral antibiotics. A single dose of azithromycin or taking doxycycline two times a day for one to two weeks are the most common treatments. Although doxycycline is an effective antibiotic, like many other medications, it can have side effects, some of which include nausea, vomiting, upset stomach, loss of appetite, mild diarrhea, skin rash or pruritus, darkened skin color, or vaginal itching or discharge. Treatment differs for pregnant women and children. For the patient who is pregnant, usually azithromycin, amoxicillin, and erythromycin are prescribed. Tetracycline is not used for children and pregnant patients because they may not be able to withstand the drug and it could cause harm to both mother and fetus. C. trachomatis is not difficult to treat, but if left untreated, can lead to serious health issues, including infertility. An additional step in treatment is that individuals should not be sexually active until antibiotics are finished, and they should then be retested three months after initial infection. One of the very interesting things about this bacteria is its ability to evade the host's immune response. C. trachomatis paralyzes the host's immune system by preventing the activation of polymorphic nuclear leukocytes, or PMNs. A polymorphic nuclear leukocyte refers to a granulocyte that is fully formed, and for the most part, it refers to the white blood cells, neutrophils. Neutrophils are one type of white blood cell that helps to resolve infections and heal damaged tissues. PMNs infected with chlamydia fail to produce neutrophil extracellular traps, and as a result, the bacteria are able to survive in PMNs for extended periods of time. Overall, I have learned what a complex and interesting microorganism Chlamydia trichomatis is, and I look forward to learning more about it. That is all for today's podcast. I'm excited for the next one, where we get more into depth on this bacteria.